rounder than circle of semicircles, rounder than circle of balls, it's Fugcast, Bristol's premier absurdist comedy podcast. I don't know about you, so I... Oh, uh, hello there, and welcome to Fugcast Beatles Special Part 1. Part 2 is available to you if you sign up to pay me money every month, which is like about three ninety nine. Oh, get on with it, mate. I hate this bit, says made-up man listening to this on bus. And I say, what do you mean? It's all like this. Which bit do you like? And he just looks stunned, then bursts into Flame Song by James Wong and the Pumpkin Seeds, and then bursts and then bursts into Tears by James Wong and the Pumpkin Seeds. And now you're thinking, where does this guy get his ideas? Stroke the nerve.co.uk for all your crazy ideas about where this guy gets his ideas. Stroke the nerve, which is a good name for a book about a band, isn't it? Rex, Towser, and Fido. Three lads from a village somewhere decide to write a book about a band, which they print themselves and distribute on street corner. Thinking about it, this is my favourite part of podcast because I can say whatever I like and none of it has to tie together. Obviously the rest of the show has to make sense, otherwise I'll get in trouble with myself, my made-up producer Jeffel, or my made-up manager Jiffoy, or my made-up life coach Wykel Well Waterford Bridge, Anyway, is the way is the new singles Nightmare catalogue out and back in fashion peel back foreskin to reveal fuck all. Hello and welcome to Fugcast. As you can hear, my voice sounds deep and fruity, and that's because I am calm and relaxed. When I'm nervous, my voice sounds higher and thinner. And that's how it sounds for the rest of the episodes. Um, I'm recording this on my phone in upstairs bathroom. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I, I am recording on my phone, but not in bathroom. I'm just but uh, using a special reverb plugin. I can make it sound like I am in bathroom. And I'm reading this bit because I wasn't happy with it uh, before. I'm speaking exact same words, yes, even these words that I'm speaking right now, but I'm doing so with deeper voice. Okay, you say, but why not re-record the whole podcast? And I say, I knew you'd say that. And the reasons why I am not doing that is, A, I can't be bothered, and B, well, there isn't another reason. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoy this, which is Beatles special about Fantastic Four, called Beatles, Chris, Flumbo, Michael and Quinn, who played really fast rock and roll music. As I've already told you uh, via my AI replica, there are two parts to this story. Part two is available to those that subscribe to give me around three ninety nine a month and features an in-depth interview with Flumbo and he was drummer of Beatles.
Hi, I'm Rollin Colliminary, and I write my thoughts down on A4 piece of paper and then tear it into tiny pieces because my thoughts are very lewd and I don't want my stepson Wilson to read. Anyway, today I am Beatles expert man and now I tell you all I know about Beatles. Now, some of the things I say are true and some are also false. I'm as mad as a fist full of smaller fists, each clutching an even smaller fist. Anyway, Beatles are known for Flumbo's drum style, which is absolutely unique. You always know it is him. He plays one-handed and only hits the crash cymbal. He doesn't use his feet neither, so no bass drum or pesky hi-hat, just high-quality crash cymbal. Crash, 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 crash. The tempo normally fluctuates between 160 and 180 BPM, which is great. My favourite Beatles song is Stones from the Effin and Jeffin EP. It's got a nice fast beat that fluctuates between, well, between 165 and 203 BPM, which is really nice for me. Other than crash cymbal, the other instruments are a flute, made from parsnip and a set of bongos made from cabbage and potato and you say no wonder it sounds so tasty and I say calm down guys these are just words you can't eat them my second favorite Beatles song is hey how's it going from the simple <laughs> from the simple Simon album it's got a really fast beat that fluctuates between 150 and 3000 BPM and Flumbo did play wearing boxing gloves so fast so cool Chris played computer keyboard on this one, also wearing boxing gloves. Michael played cribbage, and Quinn sat on the floor playing with his Lego. My third favourite song is Itchy Arnus from the Cold Soup EP. I believe that it is... Fucking hell. My third favourite song is Itchy Arnus from the Cold Soup EP. I believe that it is written about Chris's Itchy Arnus, which is well known. There is no actual crash symbol in this song, which is bad news, but hang on, wait there, will you? Because Flumbo did a really well done beatbox with his voice. Yes, that is right. Really fast crash symbol with his mouth. Amazing. 170 to 194 BPM, which is perfect for the way I choose to dance around the kitchen with my wife, Sheila, and my grown-up children, Ross and Olivia. Anyway, thanks for listening, and now you know more about the sort of person I'm pretending to be. Today's episode is all about thinking, or rather, talking about thinking. We've all done it at some point, but what do we mean when we say, let's talk about thinking? I was having a drink with my friend last night, and naturally the conversation turned to talking about thinking. When was the last time you talked about thinking, Miller? I asked him, even though his name is Simmons. Are you talking to me? He said. Only my name's Simmons and you're looking in the opposite direction. What neither of us could have anticipated was that the elderly lady on the table behind was called Miller, and she was, at that precise moment, deeply engaged in conversation with a young boy about this subject. Anyway, we, and I mean I, took to the streets, in brackets, we didn't, to find out, in brackets, I didn't, to find out, what the general public think about talking about thinking. Hello, sir. Do you ever talk about thinking? Yes and no, mostly no, but with a bit of yes mixed in. Yes, that's right. Ha 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 ha. Thinking, talking, yeah? I think a pig don't mind you. 
he's thinking about mud, or he's thinking about not much, mind you. I'm as mad as you can imagine. I'm the king of the pigs, mind you. Talking about thinking? Not if my wives can help it, eh? What do you think about talking about thinking, madam? Just because she's king of pigs, that don't mean you can tell them what to think like. Yeah, I'm fucking queen of chips, I am. And I say stick them in my hat, love, and she give me estra with brown sauce. Do you? That's right, governor. Best thing for it, eh? Well, there we have it. Another bit of episode is complete. What are you thinking right now? Are you imagining what I look like naked? Well, now you are, so I may as well give you a detailed description. My body is pale white in colour and completely hairless. I have a six-pack tattooed on my right arm and a massive pair of tits drawn on my left arm. I have three penises, which are all curled up like sleeping caterpillars, and when I'm aroused, sad or angry, they slowly unfurl and viscous black liquid seeps from the ends. I also have three bum cheeks, and you say, hey, what the hell is this guy? Some kind of, like, alien guy? Surprise. I used to do five million crunches before breakfast. Now it takes five million crunches before I finish gigantic bowl of choco super crunches. I used to do ten million squats before lunch. Now I squat on the billiard table and lay a gigantic orange stool. I used to be ripped and shredded. Now I rip open an enormous packet of shred... Now I rip open an enormous packet of shredded Jeffs and eat all of it. I used to be lean and muscular. Now I lean against my muscular fridge and eat a six-pack of yoghurt. Now I lean against my muscular fridge and eat a six-pack of yoghurt. I used to have a six-pack also. A lot of people say, Hi oh, Chris, what does a typical day look like for you? And I usually ignore them. I just pretend they don't exist. Give it a try. It's blooming easy. Anyway, I thought I'd make this an atypical day by telling you what my typical day is like. I normally wake up, which means that I return to waking consciousness. I'll then go for a shit and do a bit of doodling at the same time. Normally funny looking little guys with massive erections. Next I'll have a shower with lukewarm water. Dry my body with a clean, not a dirty towel. Not the brown towel that's for drying my willy after I go number one. And I've had quite a few in my time. I then go into kitchen and make myself some toast. I do this by slicing two pieces of wholemeal spelt bread, placing them into the toaster and pressing down on the lever until it goes click. After around two minutes, the toast will pop up and I'll normally slop a bit of the old hummus onto it and then it's into my mouth, yummy. I'll then sit around my flat listening to the wrestling, reading glossy magazines and doodling on them. This makes my wife very angry, but I don't care. Lunch normally consists of two slices of wholemeal spelt bread with a bit of hummus slapped on. What I tend to do is flop a wadge of hummus onto one piece of bread and then slap the other piece on top. This is called a sandwich. After lunch I'll do a bit more doodling, maybe have another shit and then spread hummus all over my Hofner base, hop on and surf down to the studio. I'll write a song or two and then back home for dinner. 
That's right, two slices of wholemeal, spelt bread slathered with Waitrose hummus, blooming delicious. And that's about it, obviously, I didn't mention. Slumping down in front of cashews in the attic, having another shit and brushing my teeth. But I don't need to give you all the gory details, do I? So, the doctor comes to see me the other day. I know, right? Like, hello, I thought people go see doctor not other way around. What the fuck, man? There are two basic stories that humans have been telling each other since the dawn of time. One is about a maroon tetrahedron floating through yellow space, and the other is about a man that finds a bag of cash behind his sofa. And there are two ways to listen to what I'm saying right now. You can either give me your full attention, or you can continue to let my voice rumble away in the background while you do something else, like clean your football or entertain business clients in your kitchen, you dickhead. See, I can call you rude names and you won't notice. But wait, one of your business clients says, Uh, matey, I think the guy on the background podcast just called you a dickhead. And it's true, I did say that, because you are a dickhead. He said it again, matey. He called you a dickhead. But you're not listening to him either, are you? No, your attention is divided equally between picture of phone in glossy magazine, oil painting of old-fashioned phone on wall, and your neighbour's flip phone, which he left at yours last night. And it's buzzing. Hello? 0757, Jif Roy speaking. Yes, that's right, Jif. Oh, oh, hi, Jif. How are you? Yes. Yes, very well, thank you. No, 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 this is my neighbour's phone. He left it here last night. Yes, that's right. And I left mine round his. Jif, is that you? Jif, is that you? Who are you talking to? Oh, that's my wife. I'd better go. No one, dear. I'm talking to myself, probably. Uh, into my hand phone. You know, when I make my hand look like a phone. Hello, it's me again. Um recording in upstairs bathroom well i'm not as i said before um i'd I'd just like to say special thanks to nadine jenkins robin allender and bruce mcclure for contributing to this beatles special of funkcast thanks guys there are two types of people in this world There are those guys with the tiny hats and the short trousers and the massive skateboard and the made-up accent. And then there are guys like me with the wild staring eyes and the pot belly and the musty smell and the meandering anecdotes and the itchy arse. There are two types of people in this world. Those with the opaque glasses and the transparent trousers and the tiny bicycle embroidered on their tiny hat badge. And then there's guys like me with the nervous laugh and the big sad face embroidered on my big bag badge. My name's Jill, with a G, as in Gil or Gilraf. You know, with the long nests that do peer over my fence and say, Hello, Jill. What lovely weather we're having. Oh, by the way, your fox keeps shitting on my lawn. 
could you come and clear it up? Only I'm allergic. Can I say, that's not my fox, matey. It's my stepson, Liam Neeson. That's what I call him because he's big and sad looking. Anyway, he likes to shit in your garden and I'm not going to stop him because he's like 12 foot and I'm terrified of him. Life, a seemingly endless succession of awkward situations. But it isn't endless, is it? It's finite, it's precious. Life's too short to worry. But on the other hand, you don't want to waste what little time you have. You want to make the most of it. So why waste your time listening to a silly podcast when you could be out there living life to the fullest? Although I guess everyone's got to do the washing up. Even if you're lucky enough to have a dishwasher, you still have to load the wee bastard. You may as well listen to your silly podcast then. Aye, no harm done. Or is there? Maybe it'd be better to wash the dishes in silence. Try to fully inhabit the moment. Use the time to be present. You won't do that though, will you? Because you can't stand silence. You can't stand it when you ask your wife what the time is and she looks at you blankly and doesn't say a word. Is that because she hates you? Or is she listening to a silly podcast of her own? It's hard to tell because her medieval haircut obscures her ears. Aye. She looks a bit like a greying he-man, doesn't she? Does she even have ears? You've never seen them, have you? So how do you know she has? And that would explain a lot, wouldn't it? Morning, darling. No answer. Would you like a cup of tea? No answer. Does this shirt make me look like a policewoman? No answer. My friend Chris and I were walking through the woods when we heard someone screaming for help. Help, help, help! Chris, I said, it sounds like someone is screaming for help. Yes, replied Chris, it certainly does sound like that. Shall we investigate further? I asked. Yes, I think that sounds like a good idea, said Chris. We ambled slowly in the direction of the screams. Chris has a gammy leg, you see, and I have a slow... And I have slow walker's syndrome, which means that I walk slowly on purpose, much to Chris's frustration, as Chris is always in a hurry. Even though he walks dead slow, he's always in a hurry. Anyway, there we were, ambling in the direction of the screams, when we came across a little old woodcutter man sitting in a deck chair reading a book that is called the name Gareth. I've actually read this book. It's terribly good, and is about an old woodcutter man called Gareth, Hello there, I said. Hello, said Chris. Oh, hello, said the little old woodcutter man. Did you hear someone screaming, help, 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 I asked. Someone screaming for help, you say? Yes, that's right. No, I don't think so. No, uh, mind you, I'm so engrossed in this book that I don't think I would hear someone screaming for help. It's a good book, isn't it? Yeah, have you read it? Yes, I have. Have you read the sequel, Garagorith? No, I didn't know there was a sequel. Well, there is, and it's also very good, although not quite as good. We continued to chat for around 20 minutes and then returned to our cabin, quite forgetting the screams for help.
would you do if I sung out of your mouth? Lend me your ears and I'll hear through your ears. Lend me your nose and I'll smell through your nose. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's rock till the duck goes quack. Oh yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. When four young lads with medieval haircuts, buck teeth and squeaky voices decided to form a band, who could have imagined that they would call themselves Beatles and change the world forever? Flumbo, Chris, Michael and Quinn grew up on the same street in the city of Liverpool. It was a rough, tough place to be in those days, which was the 50s, with gangs of rotten Teds stalking the streets and other such hard guys. Michael's dad was a black belt karate teacher and he taught his son to fight and it was there in his dojo that the Fab Four first met, instantly becoming equal best friends with no one preferring anyone in particular. It was 1973, I think. Me, Quinn, Jeff and Flumbo are in studio recording tracks for what would become Sheila's Veiny Ankles. Flumbo's got this really weird beat. It's all over the place and Jeff is getting really frustrated. But that was how we wrote all our music in those days, you know. Flumboy would come up with a totally crazy beat. Jeff would lay down his guitar and leave the room in tears. I've, I've just watched a really good film. I can't remember what it was called or, or what it was about, but it was really good. It's got that guy in it with the brown hair and the grey T-shirt. Pat something? He plays an FCB detective or, or, or something. Um, no. No, maybe he's a little old boy, you know, uh, a child, but with an old face like uh, little Ronnie Edmonds from the Edmonds family. Remember that show with Noel Edmonds and Mr Blobby was wife and little Ronnie was played by Noel's actual wife. Anyway, it, it was a great film. You should watch it. I mean, I slept through most of it, but the bit I saw was excellent. I was looking at my phone and listening to a podcast about true crime murders, but I definitely saw some of it. My wife, Susan Bloomingdale, hated it, so it must be good because she hates all good films like Superman vs. Batman and Alien vs. Jason and Jason Statham vs. Danny Dyer. Okay, guys, you should have three glasses in front of you. A glass of piss, a glass of champagne, and a glass of delicious rainwater. Okay, I know you want to drink that delicious rainwater, but wait a few minutes, okay, guys? I know you're thirsty, you haven't had a drink all day, but just bear with me, yeah? In a moment, I want you to drink some piss. Just a sip, don't down it. Can you do that? Okay, you can do that now. Just a sip though, yeah? Mmm, it's sour, isn't it? And a bit spicy? Right, now pick up the champagne, bring it towards your mouth, but stop. Okay, put it back down, because you're gonna have another sip of chilled piss. 
I know, it's not nice, is it? And whose piss is it? I don't know. Right, okay. So, pick up the glass of rainwater. Mmm, looks refreshing, doesn't it? Imagine drinking that rainwater. That would quench your thirst, wouldn't it? Okay, so I want you to turn the glass upside down so all that lovely rainwater falls out of the glass. Great. Well done. And now, take a big glug of piss. Oh, hello. Avery Wayne here. My mean old uncle's staying at the moment, which means, yep, you guessed it, I'm back in the kennel. But you needn't feel sorry for me. I've got my wee telly and my Blu-ray player and a stack of Blu-ray discs to watch and my favourite is Jaws 2D. Pig Dr. Hams is a new film about an anthropomorphic pig who does everything like a human, such as being a doctor, wearing doctor outfit, saying, well, 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 and eating sausages for every meal. Veggie sausages, obviously. And then guess what? One of his veggie sausages suddenly becomes sentient and says, Don't eat me, Dr. Habs. And what does he do? Spoiler alert, he does eat her because he's hungry. I give this film 8 out of 10. Veggie sausage, Dr. 50% pork. It's a new movie from Tim and stars Pete is cheap supermarket sausage that is also a medical doctor. But wait, sausages are bad for your health. What? Now you tell me. When I'm halfway through my third sausage sandwich and halfway through my third anecdote about how much sausage meat I could fit in my sister's mouth? Anyway, this film is ridiculous. Don't get me wrong, it's a great idea. A sausage that's a doctor, yes, I'm down with that. But a sausage that's half veggie, half pork? That's ridiculous. Mare Lawyer minus 12% is the latest movie in the series of Mare Lawyer. Once again starring Helen as undersea lawyer Debs, who has to defend her client that's been accused of grisly murder. And her client is the body of a man and the head of a shark. And he says, yes, I did it. I'm a shark for Hank's sake. And how can she defend that? Well, spoiler alert, she can't and ends up in Mare Prison. I don't know why, because I dozed off because hot dog pizza and jelly makes me sleepy. Right, see ya! Pig Dr. Hams will see you melt into a pink puddle. Pig Dr. Hams. Your hair is like a cloud of gas. Pig Dr. Hams. Runny egg head for heights. Heights. Punch and chewed ear hole punched in the kidney stone. The crowd for heights. Heights. Pig Dr. Hams. Silver moustache on a bronze background. This instant coffee breath mince, 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 mince. Old Peter Pan cake to fox excrement. Your hair is like a cloud of gas. With orange lipstick grin on the head stump and grey eye shadows dancing on ice cubes, cubes, cubes. Pig Dr. Hams. Does anyone know a good doctor? I've got this god darn itchy asshole at the moment. Jeesh, I can't stop scratching it. Don't worry though, I always wear gloves. They're nylon ones and really irritate my hands. That's why I wear silk gloves underneath, stupid.
I've always played the drums one-handed because I need the other hand to hold my fucking sandwich. After a year of karate classes, they became cool and tough guys. All the Teds would run away, and all the girls with beehive hairdos would queue up to suck them off. A lot of people say to me, Chris, can you give me your soup recipe? And I usually ignore them. Just carry on walking, you know, pretend I can't hear them. Anywho, today you're in luck. So listen up, soup fans. What I do, basically, is open a tin of Waitrose soup, which is pretty simple because they've normally got a ring pull, but if you accidentally break the ring pull off, you can use a tin opener. So next, I tend to pour the soup into a saucepan and put it onto the hob. Make sure you turn the hob on, though, otherwise it won't heat up and no one likes cold soup. Okay, so next I'll add a splash of Worcester sauce and a few pieces of Lego, and that's it. Serve with a couple of slices of wholemeal spelt bread. I would normally slop some hummus on mine, which is bloomin' delicious. You've heard about your ears, now look into your eyes. I said you've heard about your ears, now look into your eyes. You've heard about your ears, now look into your eyes. Heard about your ears, now look into your eyes. What is that horrible smell? Oh, sorry, that's my nose. You talk about your mouth, now walk about your feet. I said, You talk about your mouth, now walk about your feet. Talk about your mouth, now walk about your feet. I said you talk about your mouth, now walk about your feet. And now I think it's time that you should think about your brain. Now. Well, well, that's all we've got written for this episode. You can listen to part two now by becoming a premier gold edition monthly subscribing person, which means you sign up to give me around $3.99 a month, and then you can listen to Extra Fugcast. Do take care and see you later. Bye. 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 To listen to part two, simply visit fugwatch.com and become a premium premier member for only $3.99 a month. You can access bonus episodes and bonus material, and you will even get a discount on t-shirts. Oh my, sign me up, Spotty. F-U-G-G-W-O-T-G-E dot com.